My mom's definite dozen principle, make winning an attitude. Every single day for her was as though it was the day before the national championship game. And that is really hard. That was really, I, I learned how hard that was, how hard it was for my mom to wake up every day, do her morning routine, and then go into practice, go into meetings as though the national championship is the next day. And I'm talking, it's April, it's May, the season's so far, you know, it's 11 months until the final four. And she's in there working out in the morning, watching some game uh, about how they could have done better last year, watching some recruit or, or watching a coach teach a new offense. And at the time, it just, again, I didn't realize what was going on. I thought it was natural. And then I tried to do it at Marquette or at Louisiana Tech or even as an entrepreneur. And I realized, man, that is very hard to have that mentality every single day, no matter what circumstances life throws at you. So I think the main lesson would be that that definite doesn't in principle make winning an attitude just every single day. It's an attitude. It's who you are. It's not 10 minutes of you know, motivation in the morning and then go throughout your day. It is every minute of every day. Now, your mom had these principles. Were there any others that came to mind for you that you think about on a regular basis? Well, you know, the, the cool thing about the definite dozen. So my mom wrote a book back in the 90s called Reach for the Summit. Um, and that, you know, details the definite dozen, those 12 principles for success. And that's what the Pat Summit Leadership Group is all based on is that definite dozen and taking it out to no matter who you are. If you're in sports or you're in business or you're a stay-at-home mom or dad, you know, there's something in there for you. And so, you know, I think the cool thing about it, again, is that it was never-ending. And that's why it's in a circle. Uh, you may master put the team before yourself, but then have to circle back uh, for respect or communication or loyalty. So if there's one more, I think it's take full responsibility that stands out. You know, there was this, this one time uh, that we went to Chicago to play DePaul at DePaul. And Candace Parker was on my mom's team, one of the best players that, that ever played for. We were going to play at DePaul for Candace. She's from Chicago area. It's the only reason that a Power Five would would go somewhere like that. And and DePaul really could. You don't want to play there. Uh, it's, it's likely to be an upset. You want to pay them to come play at your at your place, right? Sure. But we're going to all her friends, Candace's friends and family, and see her. So what happens is night before the game, Candace misses curfew. Ooh. As a coach, you're there for this one player, the star player, one of the best players you've ever coached, and her whole family, friend, the whole arena sold out to see one player, and she benched her for the whole first half. And there's, I have a picture in our home of my mom standing there coaching, and Candace is behind her in her, you know, full sweats because she hasn't gotten the game yet, still in the first half. And I think teaching somebody, no matter the circumstance, no matter what happened, you do something, there's going to be consequences. You take full responsibility. And so I know Candace, uh, that's big for her to remember that story. I bet you Candace talks about that to this day. Probably. Oh, she does. Candace has a, a tattoo on her arm that says left foot, right foot, breathe, uh, which was a quote of my mom's. And so, you know, it's just, it's really cool to see the definite doesn't be out there because, you know, to tell you, I know you'll appreciate this story. When my mom got Alzheimer's, I said, mom, you might not be able to coach for forever. And th those are fighting words right there. I mean, she, she looked at me with the stare that she had, she was not happy. And I, you know, I, I'm just said, and just being honest, what, what would you do if you couldn't coach for forever? She thought about it for a while. She said, you know, I would want to take my definite dozen 
and I would want to go speak on it. I would want to take it outside of sports like she did with her corporate speeches and take it to everybody, help as many people as I can for as long as I can. 